Hello, everyone. You're listening to Transaction Trending, the official podcast of the Electronic Transactions Association. I'm Jason Oxman. Thanks for listening. Tap and go. Three words that will come to define the payments experience in the United States. Contactless payments are coming stateside, and the new wave of technological change is being powered by ETA members. Companies like Wells Fargo Merchant Services, whose executive vice president, Liz Ryan, is the chair of ETA's Contactless Task Force. Our Contactless Task Force met this year at Transact as part of its ongoing mission to develop and implement an industry-wide plan that encourages the adoption of contactless payments. I caught up with Liz, who, in addition to chairing the task force, also sits on ETA's board of directors, on the show floor to talk about the ETA contactless task force. She also gave her view of the changing sales channel and role of disruptive software in shaping payments technology. Let's take a listen. Hello, everyone. Jason Oxman here in the Baybank Broadcast Center on the Transact 2018 show floor. I'm joined by Liz Ryan, Executive Vice President at Wells Fargo Merchant Services, member of the ETA Board of Directors, and Chair of the ETA Contactless Payments Task Force. Liz, thanks so much for joining us here at Transact. Oh, it's my pleasure. I'm super excited to be here, so thank you. Well, we're excited to have you here. We're excited to have Wells Fargo here. Uh, We're excited to be talking here on our Transaction Trending podcast about trends in the industry. And uh, as I mentioned, in addition to uh, your day job running uh, Wells Fargo Merchant Services, you are kindly uh, lending your volunteer leadership efforts to the Contactless Task Force, um, which is a group of payments leaders working on contactless adoption here in the U.S. Can you tell us a little bit about the task force and what your priorities are and what you're hoping uh, under your leadership that the task force will accomplish? There, there are a couple of things that we're trying to, to, to get done here. Um, you know, we are bringing together, I would say, a dynamic group of leaders that represent really the voice of the merchant. You know, so it could be folks that acquire, it could be folks that have the terminals, it could be the card networks. Um, but the idea is let's get together early and let's get together and collaborate on some of the best practices that we know we need to do on behalf of our merchants to make sure that they're ready for contactless. And so it's a good experience for their customers. And so the mission is really to help um, promote and educate you know, what they need to be doing so that we can help with the adoption. Do you get the sense from that diverse constituency that you've brought together on the ETA task force that everyone is ready for contactless? Is 2018 really the year of contactless here in the U.S.? Well, um, I tend to think ambitiously, and I certainly um, want to try to do everything we can as an association through the ETA to get people ready. I think there's some work that needs to be done to make sure that that happens. You have a unique perspective at Wells Fargo. You've got the issuing side, one of the largest issuers in the country, and of course you're the largest acquiring bank in the country as well. Um, A lot of talk in the industry about contactless initiatives is on that chicken and egg question. Do we need to get contactless cards out in the market first, or do we need merchants to adopt contactless acceptance capability? Uh, You bring that perspective from both sides of the equation. 
Where do you think the most work needs to be done? On the issuing side, on the acquiring side, or is it really a combination of the two? I think it's a combination of the two. You know, as I, as I step back and, and think about the ecosystem, you know, there's a lot of things going on that I think will help promote the adoption. Uh, take, for example, um, you know, the wearables. You know, if you look at Fitbit or Garmin, for example, you know, they're looking at using contactless technology to do payments through those devices. So it's not just about the issuing of the plastic per se or the acquiring side, it's really what's going on in the ecosystem and, and quite frankly, what is it that the customer, the consumer really wants? They want a simple, elegant checkout process and I think contactless will help do that. So we've seen a lot of interest in mobile wallets. We've got some great ETA member companies like Apple and Google and Samsung that have put these uh, mobile wallet payment services out there where we can tap our phone to pay um, and of course there's a lot of attention around those devices and those services but the uptake hasn't been frankly what we'd like to see. Um, do you think the cards uh, from the consumer perspective are, are going to be what really gets people accustomed to the idea of tapping something, in this case a card, maybe not a phone, uh, to pay and then we migrate from the cards to the phones as more of a uh, almost a correction in the consumer behavior. They're so accustomed to swiping the card or inserting the card. Does tapping the card change consumer behavior so that mobile payments on the phone or the wearables that you're talking about becomes more of a, uh, uh, a almost a rote process for consumers? I, I think it does. I mean, I, you know, I, I, can, I can share with you, you know, the, the personal testimonies of, you know, friends and family and, 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 and how uh, the chip and dip is, is frustrating and hard to do, right? Um, you can look at the data, uh, the industry trends that we have as, uh, through the association, uh, and statistically speaking, it's a quicker checkout, so we know we know that it's going to drive engagement and, and, and a better consumer behavior perspective. Um, I, I think, you know, if you look at Wells Fargo, for example, um, we have contactless at our ATMs. You know, so there's a, my point is there's a lot of different things that are helping with the evolution of the adoption for contactless, and I think the time is fresh for the U.S. to really take hold for that. Yeah, one of the areas that we've heard a lot about is transit. You know, a lot of people, obviously, in major cities uh, are riding the subway, riding buses, uh, and we've seen D.C. and New York and Chicago either start to implement or talk about implementing contactless transactions for transit. Outside the U.S. and London, for example, consumers are very accustomed to tapping their cards on the tube. Uh, do you think the transit adoption of contactless will help the kind of consumer behavior that you're talking about? I absolutely think it will help. Um, you know, those are uh, cities with high density of population. Uh, you know, you and I both know that getting through uh, the, the turnstile lanes will be quicker with contactless. Uh, you know, that positive experience, I think, will enable uh, the proliferation of using contactless in other uh, types of uh, purchases that the consumer wants to make. And, and certainly, um, as that takes hold, uh, uh, there will be other use cases that will um, certainly come into play. I remember uh, when Apple Pay first came on the market, driving up the 101 in San Francisco uh, from SFO uh, into downtown San Francisco, a, a trip I know you take quite frequently, um, and seeing a big billboard, Wells Fargo advertising Apple Pay. Um, you know, one of the first companies to really try to be top of wallet inside uh, the Apple wallet. Um, 
do you see those partnerships between the, the issuing banks like, like Wells uh, and others and the mobile payments providers like Apple and Google and Samsung, you see those continuing uh, into the future and perhaps benefiting from uh, contactless adoption? You know, for, for us at Wells Fargo, it's really about the customer and the, and the customer preferences, right? And, and, and creating that optionality uh, through the wallets um, is, is something that we would continue to support. You know, for us, it, we need to be anywhere for our customers, um, any place for our customers, uh, and, and give them the choice that they want. And, and we, we look at the, the wallets as, as an opportunity to support that for them. We're talking to Liz Ryan, Executive Vice President at Wells Fargo Merchant Services on Transaction Trending, the podcast of ETA. So Liz, we're here on the show floor at Transact, and one of the big kind of transformational changes of the payments industry is new sales channel. Software service providers like ISVs and VARs and payment facilitators selling to the merchants alongside the traditional ISO channels. Are these sales channels that Wells Fargo Merchant Services is looking at and seeing the change as well? Do you think that we'll see more of these kind of new sales channels uh, opening up in the future? And what's your assessment of this change in the industry? Uh, great question. You know, um, if you look at uh, our business, we we have a, a high concentration uh, of ISOs, fintech relationships, platforms, right? Uh, and we, we see the ISV uh, vertical as, as another sales channel that would be strategically important to us. And um, it's something that uh, we spend a lot of time uh, thinking about and a lot of time with our customers trying to help support their own initiatives. So uh, looking ahead to uh, the rest of 2018 into 2019, we're here at Transact. A lot of conversations on the show floor about changes in technology and how those changes in technology are going to impact the payments industry. If you had to pick one thing uh, across those multiple changes in technology we're experiencing, that you think is going to have the biggest impact on how we do business and payments, what would your one thing be? Well, boy, that's, that's, it's hard to say one thing because there's a lot of things uh, uh, that we are working on. We are, you know, we are transforming the business end to end. Um, uh, and, and that's probably not much different than a lot of folks that are here on the floor. Uh, I would tell you that um, you know, it's not so much about the terminals anymore. Uh, I think um, our, our customers are very interested in, in the software solutions that would be embedded with the card processing uh, you know, and what, what's behind the analytics to help them grow their business, to make their business more competitive and vibrant and make sure that they're reaching their customers uh, through a variety of different loyalty programs, for example. You know, so we, we, we are spending a lot of time uh, with, with uh, our customers uh, being thoughtful about how to execute on that strategy, um, and, and that's very exciting to us. How is the conversation that your team is having with merchant customers uh, changing this year. There's a lot, a lot of stuff out there that merchants really need to understand uh, and that are very important to merchants. Security is incredibly important to merchants. Um, obviously, helping their own customers, consumers, uh, shop securely is very important. Uh, and there are all these new technologies out there from contactless that we've talked about to peer-to-peer -peer services, um, new hardware and software solutions. How do you even begin to tell your teams what kind of conversations they should be having with merchants, how they help them wrap their arms around all of this. This has got to be enormously complicated. Right, right. If you think about the, the vision um, uh, of Wells Fargo, we want to help our customers succeed financially. You know, first and foremost, and and so, you know, a big part of how we think about that mission and how we execute on it is that we try to take the complexity 
that is in the ecosystem and simplify it for our customers. Because, because to your point, it, it, there, there is so much going on, it, 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 it's a bit overwhelming, no, regardless of the size of the company. Um, so you know, we work very closely with our customers in an advocacy role to, to talk through with them liquidity management, to talk through with them uh, how to mitigate uh, fraud, to your point, um, and then how do they look at both card processing in terms of card present and then card not present. You know, the two are no longer separate. The two are very much integrated and bringing together that integrated solution is really what our, our customers are, are asking us to do to sit at the table with them and to solve that problem. We started off talking about contactless. I want to end with contactless as well. Um, you have a, an incredible spirit of enthusiasm about our industry and uh, our ability to work together. Um, you've brought together through the ETA Contactless Task Force an incredibly diverse set of companies, financial institutions, card networks, processors, ISOs, technology companies. How do you maintain the spirit of optimism about all those companies' ability to work together to get us to the goal of contactless adoption in the U.S.? Um, it takes a lot of persistency and tenacity. Uh, you are right. Um, you know, we, by design, um, wanted the, the membership um, uh, in the task force to be diverse because in doing so, we would get the voice of the customer into the conversation. And early on, you know, people come to it with a different point of view. And I think accepting that point of view and, and listening to that point of view will, will really harness um, the effectiveness of us being able to help the merchants at the end of the day, right? And, and so uh, we still have a ways to go um, and, and, and we will continue to uh, uh, figure out how it is that we will help our, our merchants. Um, but I, I think that enthusiasm uh, is getting people to come to the table with an open mind and, and be collaborative in terms of um, what it is we're trying to do. It's an exciting year for contactless, for payments, and for our industry. So Liz Ryan, Executive Vice President of Wells Fargo Merchant Services, thank you for joining us here on Transaction Trending. My pleasure. Thank you very much, Jason. And thank you for your volunteer leadership on the ETA Board of Directors and the ETA Contactless Task Force. We're, uh, we're taking a lot of your um, spare time that you don't have, and we appreciate your being a, a volunteer leader in our industry. Happy to do it. Thank Thanks. you, Jason. Thanks again to Liz Ryan, EVP of Wells Fargo Merchant Services, for joining me during Transact for this terrific conversation. And thank you for listening. We've got more great episodes of Transaction Trending coming up, and you won't want to miss them. Subscribe to Transaction Trending on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, SoundCloud, and wherever else you listen to podcasts. I'm Jason Oxman. Thanks again for listening to Transaction Trending. This has been Transaction Trending, a podcast powered by the Electronic Transactions Association. ETA is the leading trade association for the payments industry, representing over 500 payments technology companies worldwide. This episode was produced by Laura Hubbard and Patrick Nolan. It was recorded, edited, and mixed by Patrick Nolan. For more information on the Electronic Transactions Association, visit electran.org.